great day to you wherever and whenever you may be listening. My name is Jason Dice, broadcasting and podcasting live from the studio of EloquentOnline.net in beautiful New Braunfels, Texas, Republic thereof. This is the Power of Performance podcast, the show that asks the question, if your brand were a band, would you leave the audience wanting more? The name of the episode today is Cheers, It's On Tap Credit Union. I've been following this brand for a while. Could not wait to get them on the show. We've had a great interview coming up with their president and CEO, Tracy Wilcox. But first, I want to thank last week's guest, Brian Heinrichs, and the entire team at Fourth Capital. Holy cow, that show absolutely blew up as we continue to put out one hot show after another. This show is why webinars send me hate mail. Speaking of hate mail, I didn't really get any hate mail, but I do remember being run out of the credit union club years ago for suggesting, for having the temerity to suggest that credit unions and banks really were not all that dissimilar and that credit unions should stop bashing banks and start emulating them. Well, speaking of Tracy, she sent me an email that she got from Aaron Passman and the team over at Credit Union Journal. And just as an aside, I spoke to Aaron on the phone yesterday. He's always been the kindest, most forthcoming guy. Take a clue from that, Credit Union Times, who I'm not even convinced is a real publication anymore. Well, Aaron sent out this letter to his subscribers. It says, hello, I'm excited to announce that Credit Union Journal will be merging with our sister publication, wait for it, American Banker. Yes, let's give Denise Wymore and her crew a chance to collect their things and turn off the lights before they leave. This is an opportunity to connect you with more important content from the broader banking community. It goes on to talk about how nothing's going to change except everything, and please don't cancel your subscription if you are one of these people in the vocal minority that thinks all banks are bad and that you have nothing to learn from banking brands if you happen to be a credit union in Madison, Wisconsin, or in the chop zone of Seattle or wherever you may be. Folks, people get up in the morning and they do business with individual banking brands. They're not doing business with the ABA. They're not doing business with CUNA. They don't love all banking brands. They love yours. If you can anticipate what your audience wants, then perform and then resonate. Like when you hit a symbol, that's just a cheesy symbol feature on the GarageBand app on my phone. I've got a real symbol here in the studio, but it's a little early in the morning to be hitting symbols. You listen closely, a symbol resonates. Is your culture, is your vibe, is your service that you give to your audience, is it resonating? Because it can resonate in a good or a bad way. Well, today on the show, Tracy Wilcox and her team are demonstrating the limitations of social media. Sometimes you have to get out there and meet people where they are. Are. And one of the things I used to tell credit unions is someday you're going to be in a situation where banks totally dominate the small business marketplace like they just did with the PPP program, and you're not going to be prepared for that. Well, Tracy and her team are intentionally engaging 
their business community in one of the most fun, uplifting things I've ever seen on LinkedIn when you can weed through the numerous affirmations that continue to turn a professional site, LinkedIn, into the Make Yourself Feel Better section at the local Hallmark card store. But this is a, again, this is what we do on this show. We don't talk about theory. We don't have so-called experts in banking who have never worked at a bank or at a credit union. We bring in real leaders who are doing real, important, tangible things the way Brian and his team at Fourth Capital are and the way Tracy and her team at ONTAP Credit Union are. Yes, we have a great interview on tap. We're going up to the beautiful Rocky Mountain state of Colorado, and we're going to do it all right after this. For 10 years and over 500 episodes, it is conference-quality information without the expense report. It is the Power of Performance Podcast. Couldn't wait to get this show kicked off. Her name is Tracy Wilcox. She is the president and CEO at ONTAP Credit Union, where the entire team at ONTAP is crafting, I love this, it's from their website, is crafting banking solutions for you by being kind, elegant, and genuine. Yes, let me give you a minute. Spells out keg, awesome, when the culture <laughs> reflects the brand. Remember that. Her name is Tracy Wilcox. Hey, Tracy, how are you? Cheers, Jason, and thank you for having me on today. Cheers, indeed. That's right. When the <laughs> shutdown was lifting here in South Texas, one of the first things I did, I went to Chili's and had, speaking of a local beer, a Shiner Bach at Chili's. It wasn't a party. It was just you cannot replicate that. Excellent. Tap- beer in a cold glass. You can have the coldest refrigerator. You can put the beer in the very back. It's never the same. There's something very communal about beer. There's something historical about beer. To to finally have you on the show talking about it, uh, I was so excited. Tell us about you and your career in banking and credit unions. Well, Jason, funny enough, um, I started out at the Olympia Brewery Credit Union in Tumwater, Washington, where I spent 20 years with some amazing leaders, board of directors, and members who were all about people helping people. And um, I just can't, it was a remarkable time at the Olympia Brewery Credit Union. I started out as a teller, and by the time Ah. I left there, I was working on, uh, I was the VP of lending. So I just, I love credit unions and all things that credit unions have to offer and give back to people. Um, but it was actually a beer-based credit union, so right. um, I've stuck with that. And I've, uh, I told my husband if he could find me a light job over in Colorado, I'd consider it. And lo and behold, Coors Credit Union at the time was hiring a yep. VP of Lending, so you can't get any more like than that. I would totally agree. I've got to tell you, and this is a little off the subject, but we have had so many credit union and banking presidents on the show, over 200, and for whatever reason, those that started out as a teller are always the most creative. They've had the most Mm. success. 
I, I just want to ask you, seriously, Tracy, do you think being a teller, which we all think of as the entry-level job, I know that's training, I know that's changing now with universal banker and yes. things like that, but we, we think of the teller as the entry-level, you don't need a college degree to be a teller kind of gig, and do you think that helps you uh, develop the way the brand is developed, willing to take a, change, a name change, a chance on a name change? Everyone knew Coors Credit. Yeah. You know, everyone knows Coors, you know, Rocky yeah. Mountain, right. uh, Cold Water. Do you think being a teller has helped you move up? I, abso- I absolutely do because I think it's, it's the heart. The teller is the heart and soul of the organization. Heart and soul I mean, of brand. the brand. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And um, to be able to really understand the needs of your member at that level of the organization, what I, what I am really proud about is that I've worked for two organizations that really, really care about the voice of the employee because they're the closest person to the, to the member. So um, yeah. to be able to have a voice and, and let management know, you know, um, you know, what changes need to happen or what additions need to happen, and now to be able to drive that. I, I don't. I also think that there's times where that can get in your way because um, when when you start there, it's hard to leave there. You know, you you just you know the business by the back of your hand. So, bring um, oh, up some challenges, but I yeah, I definitely think it's the heart and soul of of the organization and gave me a great great start yeah. into into leadership. Uh, on that, we absolutely agree. Like I said, you can't download Vibe. You can't. Order it from right. Amazon Prime. Certain brands simply have it, and you guys have had it. You have had a great vibe, literally, literally, words mean things, rolling with something called Colorado <laughs> Strong. Please tell us about that. Well, here it is. We have um, at, at, on tap, our tagline is member-owned and Colorado proud, and we really couldn't stand behind that um, tagline in our mission without doing something to give back to our local breweries during this pandemic. And it just breaks my heart to see the, the small breweries, small businesses, um, really just this is debilitating times for them. There was a, um, a benefit beer that was crafted by a left-hand brewery. They crafted this entire um, idea where the supply chain would actually provide all the ingredients for a recipe that was designed by Mark Bowman, who's the CFO over at Left Hand Brewery here in Colorado. And what the idea was is that 80% of the uh, profit would go directly to the brewery, so keep the breweries um, brewing beer and keep their employees employed and, of course, keep all of our raving fans um, uh, thirst quenched. And then 20% of that would go back to the hospitality, the service industry, and the gig economy workers that were impacted by COVID. But we didn't want to be just a co-sponsor. It was really hard. You know, we, we um, ponied up and did what we needed to do there. And um, But we wanted to do something more. And, and what more could we do? We decided um, another colleague of mine, Michael Shepard, who is our business um, director of business development, we both ride Harleys. And we thought, you know mm-hmm. what? There's 125 <laughs> breweries across the state of Colorado um, that is serving, yeah, they're serving, they're serving Colorado, this beer called Colorado Strong, a pale ale. Everybody has put their twist on the recipe. Why don't we go out and do a social media campaign where we're just building relationships and supporting each of these breweries 
by um, really highlighting what they're doing, highlighting their recipe that they did, the twist on their beer, buying their merchandise, and of course loading up with some Colorado Strong to boot. So and we to have do been it in do- person. <laughs> exactly. Person, Absolutely. Yes. We each we I've, each ride a Harley, and we've been um, on two wheels going from brewery to brewery. Um, and of course, the staff loves it because we bring back beer for the for the team. Well, I was just going to say, I can imagine going into your next, you know, executive negotiating session. Now, people all over America, <laughs> when they go in to negotiate their contract, they're going to say, yes, <laughs> and we demand a Harley and a map of all the local breweries in our area. You know, it was, it was, it was awesome. I followed it. It got my attention. It's why this interview is even happening, because in this oh. temporary era, I hope, of Zoom meetings and social distancing, it's awesome to see people in person. What has been the reaction when you're out there? Hey, I'm the president of ONTAP Credit Union. We came by your brewery today. My guess is the reaction was 10 times better for you and the people yes. you were visiting than any emoticon or like on LinkedIn or yep. Facebook or whatever, wasn't it? Tell us about that. It, it really is, and it goes back to that keg of excellence. It's just about being genuine. Um, everybody, every brewery, every um, owner, all of the um, the, bre- the brewers and the tap house folks, um, you know, if they could hug, they would hug, um, but they can't because we're all social distancing. But they were just really, it was a really heartfelt response, and they were really thankful that we were out there. Um, we weren't out there to push on TAP's products, we were out there to support them. Um, many of them, you know, what what can, you know, what what else can you do for us um, by way of financial? Oh, but that wasn't bingo. the point of going out there. Yeah, bingo. it just wasn't. And, and so you, you, it was weren't, all about you weren't out genuine. there trying to market the credit no. union, and yet no. they will never forget you. They will never forget yep. the CEO no, rolling in yeah. on a Harley-Davidson. You know how you... You know how you do a leave behind, a brochure or something, and yeah. there was no leave behind. You know, the leave behind was right. our cash. We had, you know, we had purchased um, <laughs> their, their, their beer and done all of that. Yeah, yeah. But I think, no, I just, wow. the visits, and, and we couldn't get out of there. It's funny that you asked that question because we couldn't. Um, we had to limit the number of breweries that we would go to wow. because they literally, it was like an hour visit. Now, when do you ever get to drop they in on somebody and spend yeah. them out? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 they want to tour the thing. They want you to try this. the beer. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I said, part of, it, part of it was just, you know, good old-fashioned jealousy. I had a motorcycle when I was in college. <laughs> I talked every year about buying a motorcycle, uh, not a Harley, but I told you on the pre-call, more of the Kawasaki-style Ninja, 600, 2012, 600 Kawasaki Ninja, specifically. <laughs> uh, we used to euphemistically refer to as organ donors and crotch rockets. And right. So yes. that's what I'm, it's, but I was like, man, what? I love Colorado. I've been to Colorado many times. Uh, I can't think of anything cooler in the spring than rolling down the highway on a Harley uh, in Colorado. And anytime we get a guest on the show that allows us to play our John Denver bombs, that's always a good thing. People are going to ask. Yes. They're going to see the pictures. So You've got to tell us, what kind of Harley do you ride? I ride a 2015 soft tail. So um, I, I sink right into that bike, and I, I love it. We ride that bike every year to Sturgis. So um, Sturgis will be a, a little interesting this year with, with COVID going on, but we still plan to, to do that as well. Nice yeah, riding well, bike. 
the, the fun thing about Sturgis is if Ryder arrived on my uh, 600 Kawasaki Ninja, I would be an episode of Unsolved <laughs> Mysteries because those guys would run me out of town. It just it was just wonderful to see right now when so much of social media is negativity and bad news, something like this, a, yeah. a rolling marketing campaign. You as the brand ambassador who's supposed to be the brand ambassador. Right. We talk about musical parlance on this show, the power of performance. You're the conductor. The symphony orchestra wants to, you know, get its name out there and market in the community. They don't send out the third violinist or the guy playing the oboe, right? They send out the conductor. They send out the face of the brand. And I just thought it was really, really spot on. Well, in, in looking at that and Thank comparing you. it to some of the other things that I've seen, some of the more desperate things I've seen over, you know, webinars and Zoom meetings and LinkedIn Live brain dead numbing things, I just thought it was so real and so, so genuine. If you could get all the banking yeah. professionals in the room, and say, hey, if you've got to rethink what you've been doing, what would you tell them about intentionally engaging their audience? You know, it is just absolutely priceless to actively engage with your members and your audience elbow to elbow. It's, it's priceless. It's, reward, it's an awarding experience for you. But just to be able to give everybody a voice, um, it, it's, it's amazing. And it's time-consuming, yes, but it's priceless. It's in both the pre-call and the interview, I was struck by the absolute sincerity and earnestness that Tracy betrayed in our conversations, her legitimate love for the brand, her co-workers, and her members, her audience of these breweries. It is just obvious that it is just built into her DNA to have this close professional relationship with the people that the credit union serves, and there's no faking that. Well, another thing I love about ONTAP is their website. When you go to their website, the first thing you see in the, see in the upper left-hand corner, which is how we learn to read in the Western world, is their phone number. I can't tell you how many websites I've been to that you have to go searching for the phone number. Well, that's one of the nice things about their website. Plus, they also show their rates, and they have great auto loan rate. So I asked Tracy, hey, what was your first car? Ah, 1967 Mustang. I told Trace, not only is that a beautiful car, it's a car that one time I wanted because that's the year of my birth, beautiful Ford Mustang, uh, just a great, great car. Well, we told Tracy that we were so excited to finally get her on the show, told her she is always welcome back to tell us about all the great things that are happening at ONTAP Credit Union, and we said from everybody here at the Power Performance Podcast, cheers to you. Cheers to you. Thank you so much. Oh, that's a great job, right? Yeah. Oh, what a great interview. We recorded that on Thursday, the 16th of July. We had to edit out the part because it was on tap credit union coming on the show. I decided to celebrate by having a 12 pack of Coors Light before the show. And so we had to edit out the part where I was drunk dialing all my old army buddies in the middle of the interview. Uh, yes. And as you can see, the drummer is still feeling the effects of said hangover. Just a great story. Go check them out. I've got the website right there uh, in the episode description, Colorado Strong. What a great thing. Again, intentionally engaging their audience in some place other than 
social media. Tracy Wilcox and the entire team at ONTAP Credit Union should be proud of the banking experience that they are crafting for their audience in the beautiful state of Colorado. Meanwhile, here in New Braunfels, Texas, Republic thereof, my name is Jason Dias. You've been listening to the Power Performance Podcast, the show that asks the question, if your brand were a band, would you leave the audience wanting more? Let's get out of here with the pride of Prattville, Alabama, Wilson Pickett with some Mustang Sally, and we'll talk to you all next week. Take care. Come on, everybody.